0: Welcome to 8 at 8. 8 minutes at 8 a.m. Your daily source of disciplined thinking. Welcome to the 8 at 8. 8 minutes of... Oh gosh, I just blanked on what it is. It's your uh, daily source of disciplined thinking. It's 8 minutes at 8 a.m. Wow, that that's that's... Wow. Uh, somebody just said their most uncomfortable pla- place they've been is teaching in front of a classroom of co-workers. Um, giving your testimony, Cindy said, is, is can be uncomfortable. Um, trying to move my dad into assisted living uh, when he just flat out refused was uncomfortable. Um, Speaking in front of people, you were paralyzed, Anna says what are uncomfortable positions that you've been in? You know, I I think about, I have small hands. My hands are not very big. So often, like when something small needs to be grabbed or something like that, I, I think about fixing the printer at work. Sometimes something will happen and there's a piece of paper way jammed in the back and I've had my hand mangled and in and, and just an uncomfortable position trying to get just a small, piece of paper I asked my wife what's the most uncomfortable position she'd ever been in and she said giving birth so shout out to all the ladies that have given birth I can't I can't imagine the uncomfortability of that uh, testifying to the Senate House committee Kevin says I I would guess that that would not be comfortable so today we're gonna look at a story and and I have to look at it and I I read it this uh this today and I and I noticed that this this had to be an uncomfortable situation maybe for the people that were participating and and maybe for Jesus as he was in this so let's read this story it, it's it's in John chapter 13 John chapter 13 and we're going to pick it up right at the beginning and and just Put yourself in this this spot. Put yourself in this story as we read and think about how uncomfortable it may have been. It says, starting in verse 1, Now, before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from this world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. During supper, when the devil had already put into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him, Jesus, knowing that the father had given all things into his hand and that he had come from God and was going back to God. So Jesus is who he says he is and he's heading back to God. He has had this incredible week. He has rode in on the the cult. He's he's had the people screaming, blessed is the name who comes in the the one who comes in the name of the Lord. He has been exalted up. He has been the one that everybody has the buzz around. They're saying, "Is he really the Messiah? Could he really be the Messiah?" All of this is, uh, is, is going on and it's this incredible scene. And then verse 4 says, He rose from supper and he laid aside his outer garments and taking a towel, he tied it around his waist. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet and to wipe them with a the towel that was wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, do you wash my feet? Jesus answered him, what I am doing, you do not understand now, but afterwards you will understand. Peter said to him, you shall never wash my feet. Jesus, that that's that's something that the lowliest of the lowly do. God Jesus that's that's not comfortable. You don't get down on your hands and knees and wash my feet. My feet are funky, Peter saying. You don't wash my feet. And Jesus answers him. If I don't wash you, if uh, sorry, sorry. If I do not wash you, you do not you have not shared with me. And Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but my hands and my head. And Jesus said to him, the one who is bathed does not need to wash except for his feet, but it is completely clean. And you are clean, but not every one of you. For if you knew who was to betray him, that was why he said, not all of you who are clean. So Jesus willingly literally gets off of his horse just a couple of days later has this miraculous thing happen is he's with his disciples and he literally gets down on his hands and knees he gets into an uncomfortable position and he washes his disciples feet he washes his disciples feet What's a story about a way that you've served others? And it's been a humbling experience. Maybe you went in thinking, oh, look at me, I'm, I'm, I'm going to serve. And then they, they were serving you or you had interactions that blew your mind away because of the humility that you put yourself in. For many years, I went on mission trips to San Diego. And on those mission trips, we spent time feeding people that didn't have food any other way. And I can remember multiple times, in those times where I would sit down in an uncomfortable position, talking to people that I didn't know at all. But I sat down, I put myself into a position of uh, being uncomfortable and having to try to have conversation with people I didn't know about their lives and what was going on in their lives. And by putting myself into the uncomfortable position, I got to see God show up and work. Kevin says the feet are where the contact with the world Shannon says, Jesus wants to wash the funky parts too. Those places where our lives make us uncomfortable. See, sometimes we get worried about uncomfortability. We, We don't want to be uncomfortable. I'm gonna be honest, I don't like getting dirty. Like, I don't like my hands being dirty. I don't like being uncomfortable in those ways. But Jesus literally says, I'm going to get uncomfortable to show you what it means to follow after me. Because it says right after this, verse 12, and this is the, this is the one that, that hits to the heart. He says, when he had washed their feet and put on his outer garments and resumed his place, he said this. Do you understand what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for so I am. If, if I, then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you also should do as I have done to you. We are called as followers of Jesus. We are called, as those that have put our trust in Jesus, to do what he has done. We are to put ourselves in uncomfortable positions to serve one another. We're a church that's all about showing love. We're a church that's all about being transformed by love, united in love, and sent with love. Kenny, it's good to see you here this morning. Ben, welcome here this morning. Roger, good to have you here this morning. As those that are sent or those that are here to show love, we are to do as Jesus did. We are to get uncomfortable in order to serve those around us. We are to be willing to be uncomfortable to serve those around us. What if, what if as we gather this Sunday, our mindset is I want to be like Jesus and that means I need to look for opportunities to get uncomfortable to serve other people. Maybe my comfort level doesn't want this certain thing, but I'm willing to be uncomfortable to serve like Jesus served. What if with our neighbors, what if with our co-workers, what could it be like if we lived out this Jesus calling that like he who was the Lord and teacher was willing to get uncomfortable and serve others? We... As Jesus' followers would become known as those that would serve and be uncomfortable to be able to serve others. So I'm curious, what was your takeaway today? Maybe your takeaway was you got to hear about different people's uncomfortability and levels that they've been uncomfortable in. Or maybe, maybe God is calling you and tugging at your heart saying, it's time to be willing to be uncomfortable in order to serve the people around you. We are united in love. And being united in love means we're willing to put, a, put aside our comfortability to serve one another. Our comfort often gets in the way of our own growth, Shannon says. What a, what a good word. My time is over up. I keep going long on these eight at eights, and I I apologize because you guys got stuff to do. I get it. We are looking forward to seeing you on Sunday. We are looking forward to being together, even online. We'll be here at 10 a.m., and we love those that are going to watch that 10 a.m. service. We are looking forward to the time in in person. We love you. Uh, I am out. I got to let us go. I love you guys. I'm out.